and welcome to Connections Radio Show, where we talk about fun stuff today. I'm glad you've made the connection and are with us. I'm Laurie Fitz, your host, and we have Fearless Comedy Production, and we're doing big fun radio fun time today. Fun! (laughs) All so much fun. And we have Tim Wick, who is the Artistic Director of Fearless Comedy Productions. Hello! And you have some members here today. I do! Uh, I have Bryn Berryhill, she's been with us before. Hello, hello. And Angela Fox, who's been here with us before. Hello! And then we also have Jason Kruger, who it's his first time. It is, I'm really excited. You gotta lean into the mic. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we have to teach him. Yeah. <laughs> well, I am excited not only for the big fun radio fun time, but you've got some shows coming up at the Fringe. We do. The Fringe is is huge. It so is a, a big old uh, smorgasbord of theater. Happens right at the beginning of August. Fearless will be producing a show at the Fringe this year. It is called Wilhelmina and Theodore's Exquisite Victorian Adventure, <laughs> which is a steampunk <laughs> adaptation of Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Oh, my gosh, with the steampunk uh, twist. Yeah, yeah. so that's exciting. And we are also sponsoring a show. We do this every year. We sponsor producers who may not be able to afford to do a show on their own. And uh, the show we're sponsoring this year is by Kelvin Hatley, and it is called The Late Great Uncle Danforth. Uh So, uh, And everybody here has other shows that we are involved in that we may uh, discuss later. But those are the two shows that Fearless is either producing or sponsoring at this year's Fringe. And you've got a benefit coming up. We do. On Tuesday, the 23rd, we are going to do a benefit for Huge Theater. They are moving into a new space, and they are doing a big fundraiser, and uh, they have been very supportive of many of our members, and so we want to help them, and we are doing a fundraiser this coming Tuesday, the 23rd, at Honey in Minneapolis, and there will, the tickets are only $10. It's going to be for three hours, three hours, 7 to 10 p.m. There's going to be a bunch of different things, double-blind improv, my band, The Dregs, are going to be performing, uh, Inland Seas, another uh, folk band is going to be performing, and then there's going to be a bunch of stand-up comedy, all for $10 or however much you want to donate because it's all going to charity. Every dime we raise on Tuesday night, we'll be going to help Huge uh, be able to pay for their new space. I love Fearless Comedy. It really inspires people to go to the edge where they're scared. And, That's the idea. And to do stuff oh, yeah. <laughs> that that is scary for them, but on the edge of really good stuff. And really supported, too. That's the, big, the biggest thing for me is that it's, it's one thing to do something that's scary. It's another to know that other people have your back while you're doing it. Exactly. How did you decide to get this started, Tim? Well, I don't want to say that it was just me, but I was in the room. So... Uh, there was a group of us that uh, it, it actually started. We were in a show called Vilification Tennis, and we all were starting to do other theater outside of that show. We've been doing it at the Renaissance Festival for 30 years. And uh, so a group of us that were in that in that show decided that we wanted to start a theater company that produced other work. And because Vilification Tennis has always been kind of a show that sort of pushed pushed boundaries as far as what we do. We wanted to create a a comedy company that was about that, that was about pushing boundaries, about pushing people to try things that they hadn't tried before. So we've grown way beyond that. Certainly Fearless is not vilification tennis, and most of the people involved in Fearless are not involved in vilification tennis at this point. But that that was the brainchild. That's where it came from. How did you get involved, Angela? I got involved, thankfully, through my best friend. <laughs> she was like, you have to come be in the show. And so then <laughs> I came, and I was part of Sound of Footloose at Fringe. Um, many, mm, how many years ago was that? <laughs> it was a while. It was, yeah, it was, I don't remember. It was, a, <laughs> it was a show I wrote. It was called The, the Sound of Footloose, The Not Musical. Uh, so it was, a, it, was a, it was a mashup of Sound of Music and Footloose without songs. Oh, so great. <laughs> But I had such a good time working with the people, and Don's like, well, it's a, they're part of Fearless. And so I applied to be a member and became a member and fell in love. It's the best. You've <laughs> also done some writing, too, haven't you? I have. Uh, Tim and I actually wrote a, a friend show last year called Next the Musical, A Sidekick Story. Mm-hmm. With Jason. With Jason, who's right here next to me. It was so good. As an audience uh, member, it was so good. <laughs> so, Jason, how did you first get involved? Uh, so, it was also kind of through The Fringe. Um, I was in a show that was a mashup of Dr. Seuss stuff and uh, Sherlock Holmes. That I also wrote. That Tim wrote. <laughs> and I auditioned for it, and uh, Angela's best friend was also in that show. <laughs> she asked me if I might be interested. I said, yeah, I should really send an email. The next day, I get an email from Tim saying, so she said you're interested in doing this. Uh, do you want to join? And uh, Since then, I've been 
getting to do a lot of work with Fearless. So it's been great. Uh, yeah. Brent, you joined recently, right? Within the last couple of years? Uh, a couple of years, yeah. I think it's been almost a year, or almost two years in December. <clears throat> um, I was at one of their fundraisers and helping out, and I have a bunch of friends in there. And um, Eric Thompson, ha ha ha, uh, said, So when are you joining? I said, What? <laughs> I can join? What? I, mm, I, mm, I don't know. And so I. Uh, submitted an application. I joined. Uh, and then after that, I actually, like, at the day that I joined, um, at the we had a meeting, and I submitted an idea to do improv for cosplayers at Convergence. And then Tim was like, yeah, do it. <laughs> That's kind of how most things happen in Fairless. <laughs> <laughs> and um, since then, I've been a part of so many different shows and so many different projects. And it's really because of the opportunities that Fearless has given me that... I consider myself a performer in the Twin Cities. Speaking of fundraisers, that's where you caught the bug. There's a fundraiser coming up right. on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. And if people come and they're interested in becoming part of uh, Fearless, there's a possibility of that as well as doing a great fundraiser. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> Fearless is open to anybody who's interested in – I mean, our, our goal is comedy. We do comedy. So it is, it is specifically for people who are interested in producing comedy, but directing comedy, writing comedy, performing comedy, with whether that's stand-up, whether that's improv. We want to help people get those skills. We have people who know what they're doing. We have people who don't really know what they're doing. And we have people who know what they're doing as a director and don't know what they're doing as a writer. Uh, if you are interested, you can contact us. And uh, there is a process that I will explain that I won't explain on the air because it's long and boring and not really and to give, give you the website for that, it's fearlesscomedyproductions.com. That is correct. <laughs> so do I win something? I go, yeah, sure. <laughs> you get to apply to be a member. Apply <laughs> to be a member. <laughs> so we have part of our our opportunity in working together is that you bring um, you bring comedy to air. You bring comedy yeah. to our radio show. Um, That's true. You bring fun time, uh, big fun radio fun time, big fun radio fun time. There we go, and. Um, <laughs> What I enjoy is that you can take a current event and put a little curl to it. Well, yeah, I, I uh, certainly enjoy being able to do it here because uh, it allows me to let my inner uh, political mind shine through. In uh, you, you have to uh, certainly over the last three years or so. I find that uh, if you can't laugh at the the idiocy that's going on, uh, you're just going to be crying all the time. So. All the time. So I enjoy having the opportunity to uh, poke fun at uh, the more absurd pieces of news that have come out as of late, which is one, one of the things that I'll be doing today. And these are short scripts, and you've somewhat taken the old golden age of radio, and we're doing our uh, science fiction, noir, mm -hmm. soap operas. Yeah, the thing that's great about radio drama is that uh, unlike a stage play, you can have literally anything happen because it's just happening in the audience's head. As long as the characters are completely invested in whatever's occurring, then the audience can can create the weirdness that that you uh, that you're writing. If I want to do some some wacky science fiction alien thing, it's really hard to do that as a stage play. But but if I'm doing it on the radio, then the spaceship and the aliens and everything are are just in their head. I wrote a, a I wrote an alien abduction piece for a, for a show a few years back, and it's just ridiculous and it's fun. And there's no way that it could be done any way but on the radio. <laughs> you couldn't stage it; it wouldn't work. But on the radio, it's perfect. As they've said before, it's theater of the mind. Mm-hmm. Mm. So what I want to also make sure that the audience knows is that Fearless Comedy Productions, and you go by Fearless, you encourage, empower, and educate new artists and existing talents. You explore the limits of comedy while striving to create a more diverse and inclusive environment. Fearless is dedicated to helping these voices reach an audience in the artistic community. That sounds like our mission statement. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> How would you get that? <laughs> I think we put it right on our website. Shock. It's weird. Yeah. So in doing this, what are some of the efforts that you're making to create that inclusion? I hear it in your um, discussions of like there, people are there for me. And if I'm afraid, I've got a team that's behind me. Or if you see someone who's afraid, you reach out. 
Um, tell me more about that. I mean, to some degree, it's just asking people to do things. Um, a lot of what I end up doing in Fearless is because someone says, hey, Jason, are uh, you busy? And the answer is yes, but then I still do the thing. Uh, and also giving people a chance. Um, I have a friend show that I'm directing that I will talk about later a little bit more, but one of the actors in it, they haven't been in a stage show for 10 years, and they're alongside a bunch of really talented veterans from the Twin Cities, and it's been great watching that actor grow and get better and work their butt off. And like being able to do that for a fellow company member is really cool. And you've got Murder on the Mississippi Mystery yeah. that I want to make sure we, we give a shout out to. Yeah, this is our third year working with the Mississippi Park Connection and the Mississippi River National Riverway. Uh, producing a show on the Jonathan Paddleford, which is a murder mystery that it takes place while you're on the boat. So it's a two-hour cruise in which there's a murder that happens or, or is going to happen in the case of this year's show. And the audience has to try and figure out who the killer is. It's been really popular, which means, unfortunately... Uh, our July show, which is the 24th, it's just next Wednesday, and our August show, which is on the 22nd, they're already sold out. But we do have a show on September 18th that still has tickets left. And it's been, like I say, it's been really popular. It's a lot of fun. It's only $25, and that's $25. Yeah, if, you, if all you wanted to do was go for a cruise on the river, it'd be worth it. But you also get a show. So check out fearlesscomedyproductions.com for more information. There's all kinds of cool things just around the corner. Don't forget about that fundraiser they're doing on July 23rd, Honey in Minneapolis, and it has a cool factor for those who want cool. <laughs> and you're listening to AO950. This is the progressive voice of Minnesota, and we're on Connections Radio Show, and we're having big fun radio fun time! Powderhorn Park Neighborhood Association and Powderhorn Park are thrilled to invite you to the Powderhorn Art Fair. Shop hundreds of local and regional artists on serene Powderhorn Lake. Taste foods from local food trucks and enjoy exploring the Powderhorn community. Considered the best regionally juried art fair for nearly three decades, it takes place right in South Minneapolis in picture-perfect Powderhorn Park. The Powderhorn Park Art Fair begins Saturday, August 3rd and runs through Sunday, August 4th. Join the fun from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. The success of the art fair comes from Powderhorn Park Neighborhood Association's long-standing collaboration with the Minneapolis Park and Recreation Board, and a portion of the proceeds support youth programming at Powderhorn Park. There'll be over 200 artists, 20 food trucks, and great fun at Powderhorn Park. The Powderhorn Park Art Fair begins Saturday, August 3rd, and runs through Sunday, August 4th. For more information on the art fair, go to ppna.org. That's ppna.org. Chances are, after spring cleaning, you missed a spot. A couple really big spots, like your roof and siding. Run your fingers across your siding. You'll likely get a gross residue. And your roof probably has some black streaks, too. Your roof and siding aren't always easy to clean, but they're definitely the most visible parts of your home that give it its curb appeal. So let Blue Sky Services clean your roof and siding. Blue Sky's safe, soft wash method won't cause any damages and will make your home look like new. Right now, Blue Sky Services is running their summer special where you can get your whole house, roof, and siding clean starting at only $447. That's the most viewed parts of your home clean for only $447. Then mention AM950 when you call Blue Sky Services to get an additional $50 off. So get the curb appeal back on your home and call Blue Sky Services at 952-467-2447. That's 952-467-2447. Racial tension is popping up in unexpected places, but it doesn't have to be that way. Maybe we can reduce the awkwardness and the tension. What can we do? Join us at Shepherd of the Hill Church of Chaska on Tuesday, July 30th at 7 p.m. for a one-hour talk with Jamila Anderson, a nationwide diversity trainer and teacher. Her presentation, Empathy and Equity, provides valuable tools for those who want to de-escalate the tension in any conversation, like in the Chaska School District. This is part of the Tuesday Dialogue series at Shepherd of the Hill Church of Chaska, a progressive congregation that teaches Dr. King. The Big Red Rockers out front, 145 Angler Boulevard and Highway 41. I'm your host, Pastor Dean J. Seal. Free and open to the public, co-sponsored by residents organized against racism and AM 950. Find us on Facebook or at chaskachurch.org. 
Again, that's Tuesday, July 30th at 7 p.m. Be there. Aloha. Good morning. Welcome back to Connections Radio Show, where we do all kinds of fun stuff. And today we're partnering with the Fearless Comedy production of Big Fun, Radio Fun Time. Fun Time! (laughs) We have Tim Wick, who is the Artistic Director of Fearless Comedy. And you're going to be kicking it off with one of your original pieces. Right. This is a brand new piece that I wrote uh, just this week. I don't know why you'll... You probably could have figured that out (laughs) once once you listen to the piece. It's a piece called Going home. Hello, welcome to England. Thank you, it's my first time. Very good. Have you anything to declare? No, I don't think so. Ah, Very good. Are you traveling alone? Yes, my husband couldn't come with me. Very good. I'm sorry to hear that. Oh, yes, so were we. And how long do you plan to stay? Forever. Oh, I see. You, You don't seem to have a work visa. I know. It's rather difficult to become a permanent resident when you don't have a work visa. I thought I'd figure that all out once I got here. I'm actually from England. Oh, so you have a dual citizenship. Well, not exactly. But this is where I came from, so I needed to come here and stay. Yes, of course. So your ancestors are from England? Well, not all of them. I'm 30% English, 12% Irish, 10% Dutch, 6% Belgian, and then there's a lot of other stuff thrown in there. But I'm mostly English, so this is the closest to home I could figure. And you are here because... Well, I wasn't happy with how things were going in America, and our president said if I wasn't happy there, I needed to leave. Oh, is America really that bad? No, I mean... Aside from having a narcissistic bully for a president. So if you enjoy most of the things about your country, I believe you can stay. Apparently I can't. I need to go back where I came from. I I could be wrong, but when your president said that, wasn't he referring to several women of color? Yes, I believe he was. I see. Uh, it would seem then that he was being racist. Oh, no, he wasn't. What? How can you be so sure? Well, he said he wasn't racist, and he should know. Did anyone else say he wasn't racist? Oh, yes. Many other people said so. Uh, how many of those people were white men? Um, let me see. I just need to think about, uh, it's your five, six, eight, um, all of them. Okay, good. Uh, hold on just one moment. Mildred, uh, could you come here for a moment? Uh, what do you need? Uh, it's the racism thing again. Oh, bollocks. Okay. Hello, miss. <laughs> Hello, mate. <laughs> Isn't that what you say here? No, that's what they say in Australia. Oh, dear, I'm not Australian. No, no, you aren't, miss. Now, miss... Well, I hear the food has gotten much better yes, here. Yes, it has. And the last time anyone in my family was here was in the 1600s. In- indeed. And you know what they say about English food. Now, miss, if I might be so bold... <laughs> what does that mean? I'm only a Queen's English beginner. I'm trying to interrupt you, miss. Oh, wow. You were so polite. Yes, miss. Well, interrupt or be so bold away. Thank you, miss. Now, you see, miss, when your president was referring to people going back to where they came from, what he was saying was very, very racist. In fact, historically speaking, the term is almost exclusively used to refer to people of color who may or may not have been born in the United States. Three or four women he was speaking... Three of the four women he was speaking of were born in your country. The fourth has been a citizen longer than his wife. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought he was referring to everyone. If he'd only been referring to those four women, what he said would be very racist. I'm afraid it was. But he said it wasn't. Yes, I'm afraid that is a very common thing for racists to say. So I don't need to move back to where 30% of me came from? No, miss, you don't. Well, let me ask you, is your president a narcissistic bully and a racist? Uh, We don't have a president, miss. You don't? No, miss. We have a prime minister. Well, what can you tell me about him? Or do you allow leaders to be women here? We do, miss. Oh, that's very interesting. How has that worked out for you? Well, Margaret Thatcher was well thought of by your President Reagan. Oh, I've heard of her. Yes, miss. She was played by Meryl Streep in the film Iron Lady. I believe Miss Streep won an Oscar for that role. Oh, I didn't even know Meryl Streep was British. She isn't, miss. Oh, then that must be why she won the Oscar. I imagine, miss. So, it seems like things are a little better, politically speaking, in England. Oh, 
I wouldn't say that, miss. Why not? Have you heard of Brexit? What did you break? The entire country, miss. Oh, Paul! Oh, yes, Mildred. I'm afraid she needs to have an explanation of Brexit. Oh, bollocks. Now, miss, Paul here understands Brexit better than anyone else I know. And that is to say, he barely understands it at all. I'll have him fill you in. I'm afraid this might take rather a long bit of time. Oh, no worries, Paul. I'll just talk to this gentleman here to help indicate the passage of the long, long time. Welcome to England, sir. Yes, hello. I'm sorry if I'm talking too slow... I misplaced my British English dictionary. We'll do our best, sir. Everyone is so polite here. Yes, we are, sir. Now, how long are you planning to stay in England? I think I have to stay forever. Oh, dear. And that, in a nutshell, is Brexit. Well, that's idiotic. Yes, miss. Well, I don't want to live here either. No, miss, I don't blame you. Can I ask where your husband is? Well, he's three-quarters Swedish, so he had to go back to Sweden. Oh, the lucky bastard. No kidding. <laughs> and we're done! Woo! <laughs> I think I'd qualify for going back to England. <laughs> and my husband would be Norwegian, so he'd be going to Norway. I have to go back to Germany. I have yeah, to go to Armenia. <laughs> Ireland. Yeah. I have to split my time between Germany and, and Portugal. <laughs> I'm actually more Irish, but I'm, it's the whole British Isle thing. Yeah. Well, you anyway, know. my friends, that's great. Why don't you introduce who the actors were for that? Sure. Uh, Mildred was played by Bryn. Hello, hello. Customs, customs agent was me. Very nicely then, uh, done. Then the very aptly named traveler was Angela. <laughs> my favorite named character ever, yes. <laughs> and uh, also aptly named traveler two was Jason. <laughs> yeah. Nicely yeah. done, Jason. I bet you had a hoot writing this. Uh, you know, when when you're looking at something as dumb as, as our as our president being racist and claiming he isn't, uh, you need to find a way to. to well, that, but now he's defending. He's he's doubled. Shocking. He, you can never quite you know follow him. Right now Wait, he's, he's saying he's defending the the north the South Carolinians that were there as as that was okay it was okay to do that chant. Well, you, well of no, course. I don't understand, like. Yeah. Trying to trying to explain how any of this makes sense is a little rough. It, uh, I hate to say this. Uh, it makes sense to me, uh, and it should make sense to all of us because we do improvisational comedy. Yeah. And all he's doing is yes and. So anytime uh, something happens, he simply just says, yes, I did that, and it wasn't racist. Yeah. So And it's your fault. And it's your fault. Well, it's like he's trying to sell the product of himself, and he'll do it any way he can. Yeah. He, he, I, I don't like to give him credit for anything, but what he does exceptionally well is he'll never apologize for anything. Nope. He's, he's never going to say that he did anything wrong. He will always double down on what he did. And it makes it very difficult for people to politically damage him because he's never going to back down. He's never going to say, oh, oh, I was wrong. You're right. that, and that's that from a political perspective is one of the hardest things for a politician to have to do because to, every time they back down, they can't move forward. So Trump always is like, well, whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah I said it and it wasn't racist. But it, and it's next. interesting to me that he does it during a time when we could be looking at something else. Well, sure. So we've got the Mueller that was, Mueller that report or the uh, testimony that was supposed to happen on that very day. Yeah. And, and the, suddenly it's, you know, a racism that yeah. in all full display. The four women made a, uh, a comment saying, this is distracting. We don't want to be distracted by this. The point is moving forward and trying to... Um, trying to undo the damage that he's done and trying to make sure he mm -hmm. can't do more damage. So I agree with them that this, uh, his tweets and his racist comments are, at this point, a distraction. Keep focused on what we need to change in this country. Well, I love And when, make fun of him. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Oh, make yes. fun of him. Yeah. And enjoy <laughs> making fun of him. He should that really be a punchline. That's what he should be. The more we make him a punchline, Agreed. Uh, the easier it will be to uh, defeat him next year. I believe I can say that. Yes. And yeah. one thing that I, I also want to do is do a shout out to uh, Representative Omar. I, she She's amazing. We, we're so glad we gave her a welcome home. And one of the things that she said was that Minnesota is not only a place that welcomes immigrants, we send them to Washington. Oh, so yes. that's the other way is get out the vote and make fun of him, but get out the vote, especially mm -hmm. for 2020. Both so, and. Both and. <laughs> and we'll be right back. You're listening to AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota, and you're tuned in to Connections Radio Show. 
Powderhorn Park Neighborhood Association and Powderhorn Park are thrilled to invite you to the Powderhorn Art Fair. Shop hundreds of local and regional artists on serene Powderhorn Lake. Taste foods from local food trucks and enjoy exploring the Powderhorn community. Considered the best regionally juried art fair for nearly three decades, it takes place right in South Minneapolis in picture-perfect Powderhorn Park. The Powderhorn Park Art Fair begins Saturday, August 3rd and runs through Sunday, August 4th. Join the fun from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. The success of the art fair comes from Powderhorn Park Neighborhood Association's long-standing collaboration with the Minneapolis Park and Recreation Board, and a portion of the proceeds support youth programming at Powderhorn Park. There'll be over 200 artists, 20 food trucks, and great fun at Powderhorn Park. The Powderhorn Park Art Fair begins Saturday, August 3rd, and runs through Sunday, August 4th. For more information on the art fair, go to ppna.org. That's ppna.org. The Downtowner Woodfire Grill in St. Paul is the perfect choice for breakfast, lunch, and dinner seven days a week. Offering daily fresh seafood specials, fire-roasted meats, exquisite pizza, and half-price bottles of wine on Mondays and Tuesdays, except on Excel Energy event nights. Once you experience their cozy fireside dining, extensive wine list and bar, you'll be back for more. Gift certificates and private dining room for parties available. Located at 253 West 7th Street with plenty of free parking or online at downtownerwoodfire.com. I'm Connie Bjork, co-host of Awakened Living Infusion Radio Show. Join Michelle Kitzmiller and I as we focus on all aspects of health, wellness, spirituality, and growth from a mind, body, spirit, emotion perspective. Join us next week as we explore a two-part journey through addictions. We will be discussing some you may not have thought of as addictions, as well as what actually happens in your brain. Join us for the Awakened Living Infusion Radio Show, Saturdays at 10 a.m. Let us share with you ways to infuse vitality into life. Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces is having its annual store-wide sale. For the entire month of July, all of our indoor and outdoor fireplace products and accessories are at their lowest price of the year. At Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces, we display, explain, and install the Twin Cities' most diverse selection of indoor and outdoor stoves and fireplaces, including metal and masonry pizza ovens. While shopping for a fireplace insert at Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces, I was amazed at all the choices. Not just gas, electric, or wood-burning, but also built-in or freestanding and options in every style from antique to modern. The staff listened to us, explained the options, and helped us choose a fireplace we love. Now it warms our hearts and our home every winter. Thank you, Woodland Stoves, for a great addition. Come see us. We have over 35 working displays in our store, which is just off I-94 at the corner of Riverside and East Franklin Avenue in Minneapolis. Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces, since 1977, out of the ordinary products and services to make fire work for you. With your AM950 weather, I'm Sam Turnberg. Today we got storms with a high near 78. Tonight's mostly cloudy, low around 62. Tomorrow, increasing clouds with a high near 79. Monday sunny with a high near 78. And Tuesday sunny with a high near 81. The Eat Local Minnesota Restaurant of the Week is Hazel's Northeast. For classically inspired, creatively prepared comfort food, come try the Hazel's Reuben, Lamb Ragu, or Wild Mushroom Ravioli at 29th and Johnson in Northeast Minneapolis. More information at eatlocalminnesota.com. Welcome back to Connections Radio Show, where we are having a fun time. I'm glad you've made the connection and are with us today. I'm Lori Fitz, your host. And we've got the fearless comedy production of Big Fun Radio Fun Time. And we have Tim Wick, who is the artistic director of Fearless Comedy Productions. That is still true. It is still true, and we are still going. And we're doing uh, old-timey radio today with the Big Fun Radio Fun Time. Big Fun Radio Fun Time brings old-time radio comedy to new-time audiences. I spell that with a Y. <laughs> Old time. Old time. Yes. That time like parsley, sage, rosemary, and No, it's no age, just a Y. T-Y-M-E. It's Old like time. Shuppy. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> let's, uh, let's just jump right into it. It's alive. My creation is alive. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, Dr. Frankenstein. Alive, I tell you. Alive. Dr. Frankenstein. <laughs> what is it, Igor? What is alive, exactly? Well, nothing yet. I was practicing. I see. Because when my creation is brought to life, I want to really be able to savor that moment. You only get one chance at this sort of thing. Yes, yes, of course. But I was thinking... Yes? Wouldn't it be a good idea to get on with the grave robbing? Would it? 
Well, yes, mistress, if we are to reanimate dead tissue, don't we need to rob some graves? <sighs> I suppose you're right. <laughs> Why on earth can't we get a doorbell? We have one. <laughs> well, that isn't any better. No, mistress. Shall I answer the door? Oh, my God, yes. Don't let them ring that doorbell again. May I help you? Good evening, friend. May I call you friend? You may call me Igor. Igor, good to meet you. Good to meet you. Allow me to introduce myself. My name is Spencer T. Happy Plick, corpse salesman. Uh, so you sell... Corpses, that's right. I sell corpses. Let me get right to the point, friend. Igor. Whatever. I was out with my girlfriend, Bitsy, this evening. This is Bitsy. Say hello, Bitsy. Hello. So I was out with Bitsy, and we were walking through the streets of lovely St. Paul, Minnesota. Great town you have here. Thank you. And I see this castle in the middle of town. Not just any castle, mind you, but a castle with a lightning storm going on directly overhead. And I think to myself, Spencer, there's someone who needs a corpse. He said it out loud, even. So I did, so I did. I talk to myself sometimes. It's perfectly normal. Who is it, Igor? You, ah, are you the mad scientist of the house? Mistress, I'd suggest you don't talk to the man. I am. Victoria Frankenstein. Spencer T. Happyplick, corpse salesman, and this is my girlfriend, Bitsy. Hello. Ma'am, can I call you ma'am? You can call me Victoria. Uh, Victoria, good. Uh, let me ask you something, Victoria. As a mad scientist, do you acquire your own corpses? Uh, well, of course. A little light grave robbing, uh, grave digging is good for the complexion. No doubt, no doubt. But doesn't that grave robbing take away the t from the time you need to actually reanimate dead tissue? Uh, yes, playing God can be quite time-consuming. And you have to assume that things aren't going to work out on your first try, are they? No, of course not. Science is trial and error. You can't make a monster without breaking a few metaphorical eggs. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's where I come in. I can get you fresh corpses at a fraction of the market rate. Excuse me, mistress, but grave robbing literally costs nothing. We already have the shovels and the cart. Sure you do. Sure you do. But what if the cart breaks, huh? Or what if it's a slow week and nobody dies? I can guarantee your corpses delivered straight to your door in very discreet packaging. Excuse me a moment. Bitsy, was it? Bitsy, yeah. <laughs> Would you mind stopping that? Stopping what? Popping your gum. It's very annoying. Oh, yeah. Sorry. So, as I was saying, my pieces are, prices are very reasonable, and I've worked with several different mad scientists who all have great things to say about my services. I see. Uh, can you tell me where you acquire these corpses? Oh, sure, sure. We get them manufactured in China, and then we have them shipped directly to L.A. where our distributors... Manufactured? Yes, ma'am. How do you manufacture corpses? I'm sure I don't know, ma'am. I should think, mistress, you manufacture corpses in the usual way. You mean by killing people? That is the usual way, well, mistress. That won't do at all. What's the problem? I'm a mad scientist, but I'm not inhumane. I only use those who have already died. I'm not interested in paying for people to be murdered. Would you stop that, please? Oh, sorry. I understand your objections, ma'am. I really do. And normally I'd be as morally outraged as you are right now. But the thing is, you can't get quality corpses like this any other way. Let me show you our brochure. No, no, thank you. I'm sticking to my own grave robbing. Let me assure you that the people we're killing aren't anyone of consequence. What the hell is wrong with you? I can't help it. How do you put up with that? She's a very good lover, ma'am. Oh, well, she'd have to be. How? You just killed Bitsy! Yes, I'm afraid I did. I'm sorry, mistress. I was growing rather tired of that gum popping. Of course you were, Igor. I don't usually condone such behavior, but in this case, it is hard to argue. She was my girlfriend! Yes, I'm sorry about that. Boy, you mad scientists are all the same. You get all morally superior about killing some stranger, but you're willing to kill someone you've just met. Well, yes, I. but I knew her, and she was very annoying. That's not a good enough reason. So how much for this corpse? Are you kidding me right now? Of course not. 
She's young, in very good shape, fresh rather than frozen, and shipped from China. She does have some blunt force trauma, of course, but if we're just going to replace the brain anyways... Then... I'm not selling my girlfriend's body! I'm, I'm going to see to it that she gets a proper burial. Oh? And where exactly were you going to have her... You aren't going to rob her grave. I'm, I'm going to get her cremated. It's strange you won't sell her. There's no overhead at this point. You aren't playing the middleman. You could keep the entire fee. Uh, that's a good point, but she didn't sign a waiver. Most of your corpses sign a waiver? Oh, yes, it's standard procedure. Well, why didn't you say that up front? I was getting to it, but then you killed my girlfriend! Well, you're... The one who brought her into the house of a mad scientist. I feel like you should have known the risks. I feel like you're blaming the victim. I'm not blaming her. No, it would seem it was your fault. She trusted you. You killed her. Yes, but have you met other assistants to mad scientists who have committed murder? Sure, but... But then I should think that you would have done well to ask her to stay outside. So I feel there's a way we can have a lot of good come out of this. How much for her corpse? She didn't sign a waiver. We could handle this under the table, couldn't we? I'd be happy to pay you in cash. And I should point out that Mistress plans to reanimate her. Oh, well, that's an interesting point. Of course she will have a different brain, but also she won't pop gum anymore. So it's a win-win. What's a fair price, do you think? Well, are you sure you can reanimate her? Certainly. I've been practicing. Oh, show him, mistress. Oh, I couldn't. Oh, go ahead. She's gotten so good at it. Okay, very well. <clears throat> She's alive! She's alive! <laughs> wow. That is really good. I told you. Mm -hmm. Ah! ah! What the hell was that? <sighs> yes, may I help you? Oh uh, yeah, hello? Uh, FedEx, I've got the, uh, brain you ordered. Oh, wonderful. Sign for it, will you, Igor? Igor? Why did you kill the FedEx driver? I'm sorry, mistress. I just got carried away. Oh, well, these things can't be helped. It'll be good to have an extra body around if Bitsy doesn't work out. But, but you said... The animation is not an exact science. You aren't bisexual by any chance. Well, I mean, yeah. Well, there you go, then. It should work out either way. To the lab, Igor! Yes, mistress. <laughs> dun, dun, dun! <laughs> Sorry. Oh, you guys are great. Now, you just did one reading before this. Yeah. This is how talented this group is. Angela has done this one before. So I have no excuse. Yeah. <laughs> but this was the first time for Jason and Bryn. Yeah. yeah. Good job. Good and job. for me, in the first reading of this, I was the FedEx driver. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, and also, I, I, I had to do all the sound effects on the fly, so I missed a couple. Sorry. I did have to pop gum for the first time. So. Yeah. <laughs> Nicely go. done. It was very Nicely annoying. Done. Nicely oh, done. Well done. Thank mm. you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. yeah. So this is the sort of thing that you like to do in terms of producing fun comedy mm -hmm. uh, on the fly sometimes, <laughs> like today, but uh, yeah. uh, but with good thought and and uh, creativity. And this is our first time that you brought in uh, other sound effects as well. We keep That's growing. True. We keep That's growing true. with our, our radio show. <laughs> yeah. And, and we did okay until it was like, oh, my computer's asleep and I need to do a sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> Details, details. Oh, well. The show must go on. Dun, dun, dun. So in our next segment, we're going to be talking about a lot of shows that are going on. But I yeah. want to remind the audience of the fringe um, shows that you are producing for Fearless That's right. Comedy Production. Tell me those two again. Wilhelmina and Theodore's Exquisite Victorian Adventure, which is produced by Fearless Comedy Productions. And Jenny Young, who's our assistant artistic director. And then we have a show that we have uh, sponsored by Kelvin Hatley called The Late Great Uncle Danforth, which is a one-person show um, that I don't know a lot about. Because we'll he got in off going. the wait list at the last minute. It'll be exciting. Yeah. So if you're wanting to have more information about The Fringe, you can go to 
minnesotafringe.org, and there's all kinds of ways to look up the various shows. Yeah, it's really easy. Their website's very easy to navigate. There's a search function. You can search by either of those shows. Just type in, like, Danforth, and you'll be able to find, like, great Uncle Danforth. You should be able to search by Exquisite to find the Exquisite Victorian Adventure, I would think. There aren't too many shows with the word Exquisite in the title. It should be okay. Just wait. There's going to be, like, five or six. Well, next year. (laughs) (laughs) And you've got Honey in Minneapolis, which is a great benefit on July 23rd. That's right. A fundraiser for Huge Theater to help them in their new space. Uh, they are they, they are doing a, a fundraiser where they need to get $1,000 to, to put a brick in their wall. So we're trying to raise $1,000 on Tuesday night. And Murder on the Mississippi. Yeah. Uh, again, uh, the show on the 24th, this coming Wednesday, is sold out, although there might be a couple of tickets that come free. You can always give it a shot. But there definitely are tickets available on September 18th. That's a long way away. You should be able to plan ahead. It's my birthday. Bring a present. I'll be there. <laughs> so you're listening to AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. And we've been having fun with the big fun radio fun time. That is brought to us by the Fearless Group. This is the Fearless Comedy Production. For more information on them, go to fearlesscomedyproduction.com. And we'll be right back to talk about more shows to go to and things to do. You're listening to Connections, and we're glad you're here. I'm Peter Rackler from the Eastside Freedom Library, and I'd like to tell you about an historic place on Payne Avenue. Brunson's Pub is a place where history and passion are a part of every detail, starting with the menu. The Payne Phelan neighborhood arose from Dakota people who lived here for hundreds of years and pioneering immigrant communities, Irish, Swedes, German, and Italians, who made the east side their home. More recently, waves of new residents from Asia, Latin America, and Africa continue the rich immigrant history and are revitalizing the community's cultural life and economy. Come experience Brunson's Pub at 956 Payne Avenue and grab a discounted gift card when you mention that you're an AM950 listener or a supporter of the Eastside Freedom Library. Be sure to check out brunsonspub.com. This is New Beginnings, hosted by award-winning broadcaster and speaker, Freddie Bell. Freddie, this generation of the baby boomers, people are living longer, so the baby boomers are taking care of elderly parents. Let's talk about your health, and specifically, let's talk about Medicare. Our show features the concerns of America's 78 million baby boomers in employment, finance, health and nutrition, and even entertainment. Catch New Beginnings with Freddie Bell, Saturdays at 11 on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. With all the convenient big box stores that sell appliances, why do so many Minnesotans choose Warner Stellion? Check online to learn that Warner Stellion is a Minnesota family-owned business for over 60 years. Warner Stellion sells more brands than anyone else, and our passionate specialists are committed to impressing you so much that you'll refer us to everyone you know. That's our mission here at Warner Stellion. Ask around, check us out online, and when it's your time to buy appliances, join over 300,000 Minnesota homeowners and choose the specialists. Warner Stellion. Powderhorn Park Neighborhood Association and Powderhorn Park are thrilled to invite you to the Powderhorn Art Fair. Shop hundreds of local and regional artists on serene Powderhorn Lake. Taste foods from local food trucks and enjoy exploring the Powderhorn community. Considered the best regionally juried art fair for nearly three decades, it takes place right in South Minneapolis in picture-perfect Powderhorn Park. The Powderhorn Park Art Fair begins Saturday, August 3rd and runs through Sunday, August 4th. Join the fun from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. The success of the art fair comes from Powderhorn Park Neighborhood Association's long-standing collaboration with the Minneapolis Park and Recreation Board, and a portion of the proceeds support youth programming at Powderhorn Park. There'll be over 200 artists, 20 food trucks, and great fun at Powderhorn Park. The Powderhorn Park Art Fair begins Saturday, August 3rd, and runs through Sunday, August 4th. For more information on the art fair, go to ppna.org. That's ppna.org. Welcome back to Connections Radio Show, where we've been having a lot of fun. Because we've got Fearless Comedy Productions, Big Fun Radio, Fun Time. 
<laughs> Welcome, Tim Wick, who is the co-host and artistic director, co-host of Connections Today, Thank and you. is the artistic director of Fearless Comedy Productions. Hi. So introduce all the great actors that you brought today. Right. From that last piece, which was called Corpses for Sale, Bryn was Victorian, I said Dr. Victoria yes, Dr. Frankenstein. <laughs> uh, Jason was Igor. Yes. And uh, Bitsy was played by Angela. Hello. She also did our gun, gum popping. And uh, I was the uh, the corpse salesman. Also, Jason was our FedEx delivery yes. guy. So you may have noticed he had to talk to himself, which was <laughs> not <laughs> unusual. Yeah, sort of, yeah. It's, it's Tuesday. Yeah, this yeah it's just a Tuesday. That's, a, that's it. So I promised the audience that we'd hear about even more shows happening yeah. at the French. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about Lunch Bunch. Lunch Bunch, uh, that is a show written by me featuring Angela. I'll let Angela talk about it a little bit. Oh, well, the Lunch Bunch, has anyone seen The Breakfast Club, yeah. the movie? I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> the iconic movie. Well, this is the whole crew. 25 years later, they find themselves thrown into a situation again. And where they would be and how they've grown as people. It's it's a beautiful, fascinating script, actually. I love it so much. <laughs> You wrote that, right? I did. I did write it. The biggest challenge that I had. I'm a comedy writer, and I went back and I watched The Breakfast Club, and I was like, "This, this is actually a drama." Um, (laughs) (laughs) So I had, I had to kind of write what I would call a dramedy. Ah. uh, Kind of, kind of show. And there's also actually some things that happen in The Breakfast Club that aren't okay. Yeah. That are real. Yeah. There are yeah. ways that the characters treat each other. It's like that's not appropriate, and 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 it's not excusable. So I had to, I had to include that. I had to include that there were some things that happened that weren't okay, and and how is that going to impact their relationship twenty five years later? Interesting to look at the lens of mm-hmm. today and the Breakfast Club of before. Fascinating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we rewatched the movie, and we were just kind of sitting there going. Oh, uh, oh, 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 that's why enough. did I think that was funny? Exactly. Yeah. 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 Would you call it that? Would you say that it hasn't aged well? Is it what they aged say. Interestingly, it, it, parts of it aged well, but parts of it really well, yeah. didn't. So, do you and have to look at those and characters what, and go, well, how did they age as a result of those parts that didn't age well? Well, you yeah. gave me some homework. I'm going to go watch it. Mm-hmm. And then come see your show. Mm-hmm. Yay. That'll be fun. Yeah, right, that's we... going to be a theater in the round. I'll just say oh. that that's a theater in the round. Oh, that's a good space. Oh, it's I love theater in you the round. You were in that space before with one of your... <laughs> yeah, last year's show yeah. that Bryn was in, which yeah. was uh, family-friendly Pulp Fiction. Yeah. We've been uh, Most of my shows have been in, for like the last four years, have been in theater in the round. I really like... Uh, it's a great space. I like what being in the round can do for, for a show. So I... I do my best to produce shows in the round at the Fringe because it's a great opportunity to do it. And the next one that I wanted to bring up is Swan Song. And Jason, you're directing. That's correct. Uh, yeah, it's a murder mystery thriller. Um, it's kind of a reimagining of Agatha Christie's and then The Renun. Um, and while it is a serious show, there's also some comedic bits. Um, a lot of fearless company members in the cast, so including Tim. Yeah, I'm in there. <laughs> I, I'm playing a stage manager, which is a big stretch for me because I've never stage managed except in college. So. And, uh, Tim has directed me in like at least three or four different things. So now directing Tim is a little uh, odd, uh-huh. and also knowing I'm directing the artistic director for the company that I'm a part of is like. <laughs> I need to not screw up. <laughs> yeah, because I'm super judgy. <laughs> that's I can see not, it. Not. So that's what when is it first opening? What's the first night for that? Do uh, we know? I don't remember off the top of my head, but it's but, at the Southern Theater. Okay. Um you can also go to fringefest.org uh, or I don't remember exactly what the address is, but I'm sure that'll get you it's there. Minnesotafringe.org. And then there's an event uh, dash calendar and all sorts of good stuff. So we can check it out there. I'm looking up the opening date. Thanks. It's just oh, taking terrific. a while. No, no, no worries. No worries. Uh, it opens on the 2nd. That is the opening day of the Minnesota Fringe so, at 10 p.m. The, the, the first is first the opening is the day. Opening. So Never mind. The, the day after the opening day, <laughs> Friday, <laughs> August 2nd at 10 p.m. There we go. But a uh, show that does open in the very opening slot of the Fringe at the Mixed Blood Theater is one that I'm in with Bryn called Renaissance of the Dead. And tell me about that. So Renaissance of the Dead is kind of a spoof on uh, the zombie horror thriller kind of movies. Um, but the uh, 
the zombie ap- apocalypse breaks out at the Minnesota Renaissance Festival. I don't think we specifically say it's the Minnesota Renaissance Festival, but half the cast is in the Renaissance Festival, yeah. and the director is in the Renaissance Festival, and, and the writer is in the Renaissance <laughs> it, Festival. It has that feeling. Of. Yeah. Um, so... A, a lot of us know what it's like out there, um, but it's a, it's a lot of fun. It's really funny. Um, we, the the noobs, go and meet three of the veterans of the Renaissance Festival, and each of them has, like, a piece of information for us. Blah, blah, blah. It's really good and good. really funny. It is at Mixed Blood Theater, and, again, we are the opening slot, which is... It's the worst. <laughs> hey... Uh, no, I've had the opening slot. It's yeah, the worst. It's our hard. our audience who is listening to us right now is going to be there <laughs> to support right. us. That's, that's right. What I'm to make saying. It the best. It's it's the worst. So please show up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Please, we, we we need your help. We yeah. need your support. So uh, at August first. Okay. Yeah. All right. So at, please. And what time is it? Is it? 4 p.m. Right. 4 p.m. Uh, uh, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. It's 5:30. 5:30 p.m. Don't worry. You have time to get there. You have time to get there and to give us all of your love, your renaissance zombie-ish love. So while we have a moment, how about telling the audience about Fringe? Now, it seems incredible that anyone wouldn't know about the Fringe, but just <laughs> in case. No, how, I, about, how about if we, we, we do a little shout out to the Fringe and sure. what it's all about? It's a 10-day theater festival that runs from August 1st through August uh, 11th. Thank you, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> you could have just said it, but I, I appreciate <laughs> <laughs> giving, giving me the little hand gestures. That, that worked just as well. August August 1st through August 11th, it takes place at, I think, 12 different venues. There are shows, all of the shows run approximately 50 minutes and there's a half hour break. So literally what you can do, like on a Saturday, is start going to plays at 1 o'clock in the afternoon and be done around midnight. Um and, and for every- those that do that, they can maybe go see the zombie apocalypse. Yes. <laughs> yes, and, of course. And uh, the great thing about it is it's unjuried. Anybody can get into the fringe. All they have to do is fill out an application. And if their number gets drawn in the lottery, they get to produce a show. So there are people who have produced shows for many, many years, such as myself. There are people who are producing shows for the first time. Uh, I think uh, the Renaissance of the Dead is a first-time producer. Yeah. Um, so... So it is this wonderful, what I like to say is a zero-level entry into theater. Mm-hmm. So anybody who wants to can just give a show a try. It is a great way to grow and learn as an artist. I have grown and learned as a, as a writer over the last 10 years. Um, and, and to me, it's just this great opportunity to take a crazy, weird idea and, and see what I can do with it. And with- I really admire that you all sponsor shows, too. Yeah, as part of your dedication. Yeah, if your ball, if 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 your lottery ball gets drawn, there is a, a producer fee that's approximately five hundred dollars. That's not a lot when you think about it, but it is more than a lot of people can afford. And so, what Fearless has done is created a sponsorship where we sponsor up to two producers a year. We did we did sponsor two producers this year, but one of them was buried on the wait list, so they didn't get in. But then, Kelvin Hatley's show, The Late Great Uncle Danforth, did. So check out fearlesscomedyproductions.com for more information. They're a great group. We love having them on Connections. Y'all bring the greatest show right here on Aww, Connections Radio gross. Show. Thanks for having Thank you. Lots you. of talent, all good stuff, and go see them. Make sure you go to the Fringe. Check out all the good stuff they're doing there. If you want to go to the Benefit, that's July 23rd. And then you got the Murder on the Mississippi in September.